understanding the grace that God has called us to provide Very old. We're singing this song 
those days, it made a lot of sense to us that God had made us his own already. We are not going to do anything extra for God to accept us. In Christ Jesus, he has accepted you. In Christ Jesus, he has honored you. In Christ Jesus, he has given you what it takes for you to be able to stand against the opposition. And then, as we exercise that faith intimately in Christ Jesus, something happens to you. There's an awareness. There is a encounter you will have that brings in boldness. That's why you will see them, the extra apostles, they're so bold. They're so bold. They understood the mystery of where they are in grace. That's why they were able to die. They eschewed unrighteousness. They resisted sin. Their sin was like fire. Prayer was like a daily bread for them. They would always gather, lift their voice in prayer in one accord. What was propelling that? Their understanding of righteousness. Their understanding that they have grace now. They have been accepted now. That if they step into God's presence, God will receive them. Not because they are not having sins, but because Jesus, in his passion and death, in obeying the Father, has pleased the Father that we will come in the name of Jesus. The Father sees Jesus in us. That makes the whole level of difference. If you don't have this understanding, you will continue to operate the law in the realm of grace. And they're not compatible. They don't flow. Because in grace, God has accomplished all. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. But we are still saying it is still remaining. In grace, victory has been given to you. That means the battle is over. But some of us are still fighting. Which one are you fighting now? In grace, God has accepted you already and has given you the license to be his bona fide child. And are you aware? He has even written your name in the book of life in heaven. And he's telling you why you're not here. Prove to the people around you that you are a citizen of heaven. Not that you are struggling to enter heaven. But those who are praying the law, oh God, may have mercy on me. Oh God, may I be careful. He has made his own already. Your life on earth is to testify that what grace has given to you is true. That's what we defend. We are, we are defending what he has accomplished in us, not what we are going to accomplish. That's why Paul is now retreating strongly. Don't allow your members to become instruments of unrighteousness. Why do you build your body? Your life, your tongue, your heart, your taste of righteousness. Why? Why do you yourself to things that, that demeans the righteousness God has given to you? When you don't walk the law, you are insulting yourself. You are discreeting yourself. When you don't let go, you are discreeting yourself. When you don't forgive, you are creating the, 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 the law and you are, you are disarming yourself. That say, I give you a new commandment. This commandment is the commandment that powers righteousness. Love one another. And he said, even as I have loved you. How do you love us? Look at it. Sacrificially. Yes. What to learn to walk in that light? The Bible says, in his light, we see light. The devil knows this so much. So he will try to find a way of making it difficult for you to exercise this dimension of this Bubble this up your heart. It brings weakness. It takes away your zeal. All of it is to make sure that you don't operate by grace. That's why it's a fight. Don't walk in the light of grace. That's no fight. 
person fights what? The good fight of faith. We fight and labor in prayer. When we step into prayer in grace, we don't say, oh God, make me deliver me. We say, Father, thank you because you have delivered us. Because the Bible says we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a people set apart to sing the praises of God. That is our job as a Christian. Who has called us, not going to call us, who has called us out of darkness. We are not in the lands of darkness. Many Christians have seen devils, seen trouble, seen all kinds of things, and they feel that it's part and part of their lives. You're not in that realm. You may feel the energies around you, but child of God, you are not operating that realm. You're operating from what? From the grace, from the grace of God. What powers to exist is grace. Who has called you out of darkness into what? His marvelous light. You need to see. If you can't see it, that means you are not exercising your righteousness. There must be a light that you will be seeing in your life as a Christian to withstand darkness. That's why Paul says, he said, what I say, Christ is a new creature. All things have passed away. And I say, behold, all things need to behold it. If you can't see it, you can't get it. And how do you see it? We see with the eye of faith. If you can't see Jesus behind the appearance of bread and wine, if you can't perceive him, this thing makes no sense to you. You may receive it religiously, but it doesn't count in your life. You may step into this chapel. If you cannot see the glow of his presence here, you may come and sit down here like a bag of sand. And nothing makes sense to you. You don't get inspired, you walk back home again empty. And call into your faith. That's why before we leave our rooms and come to a place like this, we must deter ourselves. You must tear yourself up. You must tune to that frequency where you can hear him minister. It's a frequency. You know, I don't understand my life. What the hell is that going on? What is it make sense for you? How who make it who make it make sense for you? You are the one. Let us say, do what? Stare out the gift of God that is in you. When hands were laid on you. Stare it up. You are the one. It's a fight. There are days you wake up. The atmosphere is so dark. No source of joy. No peace. That does not mean, child of God, that you have issues. It's a contention. The devil has come to steal peace. And so say, my peace, I give unto you. Now, which one are you going Is it the depression that enemy bring to you? Or the peace that Christ has given to you? You exercise your peace and say, I have the peace of Christ in the name of Jesus. Today, the joy of the Lord is my strength. If you don't speak it out, child of God, you will carry anger, you will carry depression, and face the whole thing. Come back home frustrated, waiting for who will make you happy. No one will make you happy. You are the one to lay hold on what grace has given Sometimes the devil comes to you and make you feel that you are defeated. Look at what is happening in your life. You turn right, nothing's working. You turn left, nothing's working. You look up, it's like heaven is brass. You meet your fellow friends, everybody's disappointing you. You come back home depressed. Hey, child of God, why with God is what? Why are you looking for one solution? The Bible says, curse is the man who trusts him. Go back home. Girl, enter the chapel. Stand yourself up and say, Oh God, I believe in you. Those who trust in the Lord are like what? Mount Zion. That cannot be shaken. Be a man once called in the journey of spirituality. And let us know it. The word of God is going to us fresh every day. 
to remind us of what God has invested in us. Because this is what we will need as we go down the line. Your righteousness in Christ has given you space. The enemy will accuse you. Bring all kinds of things in your mind. That will remind him you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Remind him of what Jesus has done for you. Things may be working out well, child of God. Tell yourself it's going to work out in the name of Jesus. All of it is to calm you down. So this word of God is coming at the time when we all need it. If you are sensitive, you will see the atmosphere is dark. The air we breathe is like it's so polluted, both physically and spiritually. You go to bed and sleep seven hours, you wake up, you are still so tired. You eat food, the food is tasteless. Even when they give you some money, some who are blessed by having some money, somebody gives you one million, it makes no sense to you again. Something is going on somewhere in the flow of air. That same devil who comes in heaven is still fighting you. And we should know why the era of warfare. The devil has unleashed all his arsenal and is sitting right left and right. And for the information, he fights so dead. Only Christians who fight dead through faith are the ones that are favorable. Jesus said from the time of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God was suffering about that. Where is that kingdom? It's not that. That kingdom, he's not saying this in your heart. So first of all, I'm only valid to what? Take it by force. How do you take it by force? The force of faith, the force of prayer, the force of righteousness, the force of peace. We can engage all of them. That's why at the end of it all, if your prayer life is zero, sorry, you're already on that path. You're not single day. That's why I just have to pray. And as the Holy Spirit is bringing our minds back to this reality, who will be connected and continue to become vigilant Christians who are well endowed with what God has invested in us? Who will lift their hands and scream like Mary, the Almighty has done great things in me? Holy is his name. On account of that, you say, All generations shall call you blessed. And this day of your life will be a day of blessing. As you go back to the past, you are going with a consciousness. God is with me. His righteousness stands for me. His grace stands for me. Victory is my own. The joy of God is my strength. And based on the things that will become your submissive for the day, your meditation for the day. And how God be upon us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As many man this morning, receive back your faith and your hope in God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As many who are downcasted in their moral, in their mental life, in their emotional life, receive God's touch upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As God's word is coming to you, may there be a light unto you. Every confusion will go in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We take away every limitation and every obstacle the enemy puts in our lives, in our marriages, in our careers. May He take it away in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And above all, as we partake of His body and blood today, the enemy dies. And as you step out, child of God, His grace will multiply in your direction. And God, who is with us, will make sure everything works for our good. Christ our Lord. Amen. For understanding the grace that God has called in Christ Jesus. God says in the previous readings, particularly yesterday or the day before, that you are no longer under the law. You are now under what? Under the grace. That's a very powerful statement. It's not ordinary. It has a lot of implications for our lives. 
I don't feel we've come contextualize the implication for our life as Christians. We can still be operating the law in the atmosphere of grace. When we're operating the law, you have to obey the laws of God and keep them to the complete before you can see God act in your life. You basically live, you have to do everything to please God for you to see his blessing. And sometimes even when you offend God, you can immediately receive the judgment of God. That's the law. And we see that appears so much in the Old Testament. But now that God has given us Jesus, he has introduced a new type of righteousness, which is righteousness by faith in him who has obeyed God and has been able to accomplish so much through his life, passion, and death, and resurrection. So that as we partook of Adamic nature, and the consequences of the choice he made, which brought in darkness, death, and the grave into our lives, so as we also yield to Jesus, we are brought under a new canopy, the light, the canopy of what? Grace. So that all that we acquired and received on account of his obedience to the Father, even unto death, we can become beneficial. That's what Paul is making it clear. We're not, all, not, not longer under the law. We're now under grace. And because we're under grace, a lot has changed. We're no longer in darkness. That does not mean that we don't have some incessant uh, you know, uh, manipulations that come from darkness. Darkness will come to question your new character in Christ Jesus. That's why there's temptation. That's why there's some attack that comes to you. That's why you are weighed down sometimes. All of feet is the world questioning whether you are aware of the new thing that has happened to you. And so that's why we have to learn to engage the infrastructures of the righteousness by faith. To confront the force of darkness. You don't fight the devil, you don't resist temptation by your own personal righteousness. You've got to always see yourself in the point of view of grace. And Paul now says, let us come boldly into the presence of God to receive grace and mercy in the time of need. So each time we come in the name of Jesus, the mercy of God speaks to us. God accepts us as his own people. In those days when we were waxing strong in this understanding, there's a song we used to sing in those days. So keep ourselves at first. I'm just singing it a little bit. He said, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Sin has no power over me. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Sin has no power over me. God has already accepted me. And his very own. God has already accepted me as his very own. We are singing this song in those days. It made a lot of sense to us that God has made us his own already. We are not going to do anything extra for God to accept us. In Christ Jesus, he has accepted you. In Christ Jesus, he has honored you. In Christ Jesus, he has given you what it takes for you to be able to stand against the opposition. And then, as we exercise that faith intimately in Christ Jesus, something happens to you. 
there's an awareness, there is a spiritual encounter you will have that brings in boldness. That's why you will see them the extra post, they're so bold. They're so bold. They understood the mystery of where they are in grace. That's why they were able to die. They eschewed unrighteousness. They resisted sin. Their sin was like fire. Prayer was like a daily bread for them. They will always gather, lift their voice in prayer in one accord. What was propelling that? Their understanding of righteousness. Their understanding that they have grace now. They have been accepted now. That if they step into God's presence, God will receive them. Not because they are not having sins, but because Jesus, in his passion and death, in obeying the Father, has pleased the Father that will come in the name of Jesus. The Father sees Jesus in us. That makes the whole of the level of difference. If you have this understanding, you will continue to operate the law in the realm of grace. And they're not compatible. They don't flow. Because in grace, God has accomplished all. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. But we are still saying it is still remaining. In grace, victory has been given to you. That means the battle is over. But so far, I see fighting. Which one are you fighting now? In grace, God has accepted you already and has given you the license to be his bonafide child. And are you aware? He has even written your name in the book of life in heaven. And he's telling you why you're not here. Prove to people around you that you are a citizen of heaven. Not that you are struggling to enter heaven. But those who are going to the law, oh God, may have mercy on them. Oh God, may have mercy He has made his own already. Your life on earth is to testify that what grace has given to you is true. That's what we defend. We are, we are defending what he has accomplished in us, not what we are going to accomplish. That's why Paul is now rejecting strongly. Don't allow your members to become instruments of our righteousness. Why do you use your body, your life, your tongue, your heart to change our righteousness? Why? Why do you themselves for things that, that demeans the righteousness God has given to you? When you don't walk the law, you are insulting yourself. You are disgracing yourself. When you don't let go, you are disgracing yourself. When you don't forgive, you are operating the, 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 the law and you are, are disarming yourself. That is say, I give you a new commandment. This commandment is the commandment that powers righteousness. Love one another. And he said, even as I have loved you, how do he love us? Look at it. Sacrificially. Yes. What to learn to walk in that light? The Bible says, in his light, we see light. The devil knows this so much. So he will try to find a way of making it difficult for you to exercise this dimension of Christian righteousness. Bubbles up your heart. He brings weakness. He takes away your zeal. All of it is to make sure that you don't operate by grace. That's why it's a fight. Don't walk in the light of grace. That's no fight. For say fight what? The good fight of faith. We fight and labor in prayer. When we step into prayer in grace, we don't say, oh God, make me deliver me. We say, Father, thank you because you have delivered us. Because the Bible says we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a people set apart. To sing the praises of God. That is your job as a Christian. Who has called us, not going to call us, 
who has called us out of darkness. We are not in the realms of darkness. Many Christians have seen devils, seen trouble, seen all kinds of things, and they feel like it's part of their lives. You're not in that realm. You may feel the energies around you, but child of God, you are not operating that realm. You're operating from what? From the grace, from the grace of God. What powers your existence is grace. Who has called you out of darkness into what? His marvelous light. You need to see. If you can't see it, that means you are not exercising your righteousness. There must be a light that you will be seeing in your life as a Christian to withstand darkness. That's why Paul says, he said, what I say, Christ is a new creature. All things have passed away. And that's why, behold, all things you need to behold it. If you can't see it, you can't get it. And how do you see it? We see with the eye of faith. If you can't see Jesus behind the appearance of bread and wine, if you can't perceive him, this thing makes no sense to you. You may receive it religiously, but it doesn't count in your life. You may step into his chapel. If you cannot see the glow of his presence here, you may come and sit down here like a bag of sand. And eh, nothing makes sense to you. You don't get inspired. You walk back home again empty. According to your faith. That's why before we leave our rooms and come to a place like this, we must deter ourselves. You must tear yourself up. You must tune to that frequency where you can hear him minister. It's a frequency. You know, I don't understand my life. What the happens are going? What they say, it makes sense for you. How? Who make, who make it make sense for you? You are the one. The Bible says, do what? Stay up the gift of God that is in you. When hands were laid on you. Stay it up. God the one. It's a fight. There are days you wake up, the atmosphere is so dark. No source of joy. No peace. That does not mean, child of God, that you have issues. It's a contention. The devil has come to steal peace. And so say, my peace, I give unto you. Now, which one are you going Is it the depression that you need to to you? Or the peace that Christ has given to you? You exercise of peace and say, I have the peace of Christ in the name of Jesus. Today, the joy of the Lord is my strength. If you don't speak it out, child of God, you will carry anger, you will carry depression, and face the whole day. Come back home frustrated. Waiting for who will make you happy. No one will make you happy. You are the one to take hold of what grace has given. Sometimes the devil comes to you and make you feel like you are defeated. Look at what is happening in your life. You turn right, nothing is working. You turn left, nothing is working. You look up, it's like heaven is mass. You meet your fellow friends, everybody is disappointing you. You come back home depressed. Hey, child of God, why with God is what? Why are you looking for one no solution? The Bible says, Cast is the man who trusts him. Man. Go back home. Y'all enter the chapel. Stand yourself up and say, hey, Oh God, I believe in you. Those who trust in the Lord are like what? Mount Zion. That cannot be shaken. Be a man once more in your journey of spirituality. And let us know it. The word of God is going to us fresh every day to remind us of what God has invested in us. Because this is what we need as we go down the line. Your righteousness in Christ has given you space. The enemy will accuse you. Bring all kinds of things in your mind. Child of God, remind him you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Remind him of what Jesus has done for you. Things may be working out well, child of God. Tell yourself it's going to work out in the name of Jesus. 
All of it is to calm you down. So this word of God is coming at a time when we all need it. If you are sensitive, you will see that atmosphere is dark. The air we breathe is like it's so polluted, both physically and spiritually. You go to bed and sleep seven hours, you wake up, you are still so tired. You eat food, the food is tasteless. Even when they give you some money, some who are blessed by having some money, somebody gives you one million, it makes no sense to you again. Something is going on somewhere in the throne of man. That same devil from the heaven is still fighting you. And we should know why the era of warfare. The devil has unleashed all his assets and is sitting right in the hands. And for the information, he fights through death. Only Christians who fight death through faith are the ones that are favorable. Jesus said from the time of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God was suffering so so Where is that kingdom? It's in your heart. That kingdom, Jesus said, is in your heart. So first of all, and all the value do what? Take it by force. How do you take it by force? The force of faith, the force of prayer, the force of righteousness, the force of peace. But engage all of them. That's why at the end of it all, if your prayer life is zero, sorry, you're only on that path. You're not single day. That's why I start to pray. And as the Holy Spirit is bringing our minds back to its reality, we will be connected and controlled. We'll become vigilant Christians. Who are well endowed with what God has invested in us? Who will lift their hands and scream at me? The Almighty has done great things in me. Holy is His name. On account of that, you say, All generations shall call you blessed. And this day of your life be a day of blessing. As you go back to daily past, you are going with a consciousness. God is with me. His righteousness stands for me. His grace stands for me. Victory is my own. The joy of God is my strength. And based on the things that will become your success for the day, your meditation for the day. As many man is voted, receive back your faith and your hope in God the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As many who are downcasted in their moral, in their mental life, in their emotional life, receive God's touch upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As God's word is coming to you, may be a light unto you. Every confusion will go in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We take away every limitation. And every obstacle they know we put in our lives, in our marriages, in our careers, may he take it away in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And above all, as we partake of his body and blood today, the enemy dies. And as you step out, child of God, his grace will be multiplied in your direction. Amen. And God, who is with us, will make sure everything works for our good through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.